I'm loving the fuck out of you guys. Every day, all night, with butter, without butter, it's all the it same. It doesn't even matter. Oh, rawhide. And in the end, it doesn't even matter. So, Is that like Kenny Bolton? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And John Murphy is sexy fuckstick son of a bitch. He's requested on his Patreon review, Repo Man 1984. It's all part of a cosmic unconsciousness. You eat a lot of acid, Miller, back in the hippie days? <laughs> so, Repo Man 1984, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! So, dude, Emilio Estevez has a weird career. Sometimes you're just watching Mission Impossible, and then he's there, but then he dies in a fucking elevator shaft. I love Emilio. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. Full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. Ctmobile.com. Emilio, he's great. I mean, Emilio's got a lot of versatility. I think I always thought he did. Like he, and it's weird. Like he's kind of dried up now as far as like he doesn't do a lot of acting. I don't know if that's because he. I think he wants to stick to directing, but. He always was able to like portray the perfect fucking punk kid yeah. that you don't like and you hate because you know he's going to steal your girlfriend, but you still want to hang out with him in Preston school. Yeah. Because he might whoop your ass. Dude, this movie surprised the shit out of me because... I'll waste you. <laughs> totally. 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 Uh, this movie, surprisingly, it's a punk rock movie, which, you know me, I fucking love this, man. Like, as soon as it started, I was like, this is my shit, yo. When, when it starts out, and I knew nothing about this going into it, never even fucking heard of it, and we watched it. It's it's on the Criterion Collection, man. Like, it was a movie... Yeah, it's a big cult classic. Surprisingly, it was reviewed amazingly well. That People fucking love this movie. Roger Ebert even loved this movie, but it starts out when this guy named, his last name's Parnell, is driving this car, and this cop pulls him over. He's like, I locked eight biscuits in my, in my woodshed at night, and the guy pulls him over. He's like, take a look at the truck! God takes a look in the trunk, As gets you do. fried by radiation, turns in this skeleton, and just leaves his boots, and you know you're in for a fucking lollipop ride. Like, it's the weirdest thing, like, you're gonna pull, like, you're gonna get pulled, he got pulled over by a cop, and then he's like, <laughs> the first thing, the cop's gonna be, like, suspicious, and he's like, hey, look at my trunk! Once you meet Emilio Estevez, he's working in this uh, in this grocery store with his with his nerdy friend, and he's like fucking putting the, you, the ticker tapers on his glasses. Do you notice that all the cans just say food or drink yeah. or beer? And the director, it's funny as fuck. the director did that on purpose. Like, it's very uh, Paul Verhoeven ish in that, like, it, like it, it purposely makes fun of the consumerism, like the way yeah. the '80s was. Like that's that's half the point of this movie, which almost has no point. It's one of those weird ass movies. And the guy walks up to him with a security guard. He's like, "You were late today." And normally I would overlook that, but blah blah blah. And he's like. Fuck you! Yeah, he says, he's like, you're stacking the cans wrong! Otto, are you paying attention to me? Hey, he's talking to you. Fuck you. Emilio Estevez did capture that like grungy rock punk thing that was going on in the mid 80s. This revolution mohawk shit and like with switchblades, 
uh, what was the uh, mosh pitting? There's a one mosh pit scene. It was the weirdest, like low key, stupid mosh pit I've ever seen. Like Emilio Estevez, after he gets fired, like goes to this like weird party in the goddamn ghetto. I don't know where the fuck it was. And this dude just walks out. And he's like, "Hey, man!" And he grabs him like this. He's like, <laughs> "Got out of prison, huh?" I thought they were gonna like make out. He's like, <laughs> they start pushing each other. But it's like, really a perfect. Yeah, it's really a perfect picture of like punks in the '80s. Like it was just a, a weird scene, man. I, I feel stupid even saying weird scene, but it was. It was just really fucking strange. And uh, it reminds me a lot of SLC Punk, which is one of my favorite fucking movies. You still haven't seen that, have you? Uh, Dear God, Jim! Those guys on the East Coast are never gonna get it, you know? With the, they're not gonna get this in New York, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> darling, we sound like our parents. Yeah. <laughs> It's difficult, dear. At this point, I'm already fucking in love with this movie because it's just weird and out there and funny. But you feel for Emilio Estevez's character, Otto. He's out just sitting by the road, like drinking beers and just like listening to suicidal tendency. Like he doesn't give a fuck. He goes home to his parents and they're watching, like mindlessly watching TV. Yeah, TV evangelical. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, I gave all your college money away to uh, to the church. Now we're all well, going to the chariots of heaven. He wanted to. He like it was actually funny because he tells his parents he, they're both smoking weed so they're like leftover hippies and they're watching this weird guy on tv and he's like hey mom hey dad uh, as he's eating out of a can that just says food he says uh, you remember when you said that i should like maybe finish high school and you give me a thousand dollars for like whatever like i think that's a really good idea i do can i get the thousand dollars up front i love you mom i love you dad you know i do fuck please and they're like i give it all away we, we're gonna send bibles to this christian camp in ecuador he's like Fuck! Like, it reminded me of, like, an obvious, like, it just, that whole teenage, it just, again, it was captured really well by Emilio Estevez, and I also felt like he was actually portraying the relationship that he has with Martin Sheen. <laughs> uh, it reminds me, too, of Thon Matthews' character in Return of the Living Dead. They even had the same earrings. I'm pretty sure they both had those, like, long cross earrings, or just one of them, at least. But it, it captures that, that same exact period, in a way. But, but see, he, but it's steady cam as fuck. Up to the, like, for the big chunk of that movie, it's steady. Like, it's normal, like, just playing out, like, a plot that you get. It's pretty easy to follow. Yeah, we haven't gone to Fucktown yet. No, yeah, we haven't gone there. We've just gone to, like, maybe semi-Fucktown. But it goes along fine, and then it gets dipsy doodle and it gets crazy as shit. And I mean, sometimes the scenes are just so jarring because they just come out of nowhere. Like you don't know how that tied into this, and then they're moving over here, and then over there, and then she had a whip, and now he has nipple tassels. I don't know. No calling. No waiting. There's no rules. What's your shirt back on? There's one rule. But it does go like that, and. Uh, the main thing is, though, after Emilio Estevez's character Otto gets fired, he goes and hooks up with a guy, a repo man, and takes on the job as repo. Repo in cars and shit, and like, he, at first he's like, this is fucking stupid. I don't want to be a repo man. This is how Lizard Link Towing, by the way, got started. Uh, and he's like, uh, eventually he lowers the ropes, and when he finds out, like, it's cops and robbers, and like, it's, it's crazy fucking Wild West shit out there, these repo men, and they're doing blow and speed to stay up. He's like, God damn, I love this job! And uh, then you get into the crazy, crazy parts. And I'm, I'm I'm weird when it comes to my movie watching. Like we just did, John dies at the end. Like I'm, I like movies that are fucked up and weird. But sometimes they get too weird for me. Like if they just can't grasp onto something and I can't follow like a, a storyline. Like I like when she pulls out a pink dildo. You're like I didn't want that. Yeah, it's too much, Jim. There's no rules. Put your shirt back on. There's one rule. You ever watch a movie and uh, you rewatch it? For we watched the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they you ever start a YouTube channel, man? Uh, but no, you ever watch a movie and like you rewatch it for like the tenth time or whatever, and and you realize like I really like 
the movie best before it gets into its story. Uh -huh. Like, I like it when you're introduced to the characters and they're like stoners or whatever they are. I like just their regular everyday life where they're just like hanging out and you're learning about the characters. Like once the story gets going, you lose interest a little bit on, on uh, rewatch value. Damn, man, that's like reading a book at the very beginning. Like, I like it, it's done. <laughs> no, I mean, that's <laughs> like, you don't get to do the juicy Not part. the first time you watch it, but when you rewatch it, you realize saying, yeah. like, I love the beginning. I love being introduced to these people. But it's just like, it was like if you read the first three pages, yeah. you're like, well, it's, well it's everybody's watched the movie and you watch the first 25 minutes and you're like, I love this movie, but I'm, like, I'm gonna turn it off now. Uh, that's kind of what this movie is for me. Like, I love the introduction to his character. I love when he goes to the repo station and he, and he meets the repo guys for the first time. You're all repo men. What if we are? Kid, uh, usually when somebody pulls shit like that, my first reaction is, uh, I want to punch his fucking lights out. But you know something? You're all right! And they're all just as fucked up as he is. So then you get into kind of part two of the story, which is the, the Repo Man story. I, yeah, that's when it gets, like, if it had just stayed with what they were doing, yeah. it would have been, I think it would have been, I mean, I, not that it was a bad movie at all, but it would have been even more classic to me if they had just stayed, like, kind of with the idea with the punk thing in the 80s and then going through life. Or like, even, like, made this a Mike Judge type movie about Repo Man, because they go I really... watch King of <laughs> <laughs> They go really deep into the, uh, into the, how the Repo Man act, like their rules, like the, this little, uh, the, the entire workplace. Like, they, they describe each character and what their jobs are. There's the weird dude that, like, hangs out in the, uh, around the garage area. Suppose you're thinking about a plate of shrimp. Suddenly somebody will say, like, plate or shrimp, or plate of shrimp, out of the blue, no explanation. No point in looking for one either. It's all part of a cosmic unconsciousness. There's the black dude who's like, I don't give a fuck. And just, you get really deep into what it's like to be a Repo Man, and it's really cool. I would have even been cool with it being a movie, like a Men at Work movie, another Emilio. That's what I thought it was. Classic. Yeah, I remember, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was gonna be like. But then the third act goes into this weird, crazy sci-fi stuff, and it, it did lose me a little bit there, but I, you, I, I gotta say, for you guys watching, you might not get lost there because, like I said, people love this movie for how fucking irreverent it is. Yeah, it basically, you know, it's going, like I said, normal. And then, you know, he's just a punk kid that gets a job as a repo man and he's experiencing all this stuff for the first time. And then it goes and he's like, gets caught up with the CIA and this weird girl that are tracking down aliens and they're inside that trunk of the car at the very beginning of the movie. It's fucking, what the shit? And by the way, the part that he meets his girlfriend or whatever, it's the weirdest thing ever. I mean, it's like he roofied her or something because he's going, he's like, what's up, hot lips? And then she's like, fuck off. And then she gets in the car eventually and he takes off with her. And then after a while, they park at a at a work or whatever. He's like, you want to fuck? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and they have sex. And I was like, okay, well, that happened. I mean, but again, it's one of those jarring scenes that just pops in out of nowhere. Yeah. And the whole movie's like that. It's not just about like punk rock kids. The movie is punk rock in itself. And that weird shit happens and it doesn't even fucking matter. Like at one point, they jack this car and it's got all these presents in the back. And they're, they're picking up the presents and just throwing them out the window because they just don't give a fuck. But then the camera, for some weird reason, will show the packages hit the ground and they're full of fucking cash. Like, yeah. revels in its fucking weirdness. But it's, I like it. That's, that's still, that's kind of its charm, I think. But when it gets to the very end and, and the, the car that they've been chasing this entire time, which, by the way, the reason why they want it so bad is because it's, a, it's got basically like a $20,000 bounty on it. And, uh... It glow it's glowing fucking green like the secret of the ooze from turtles that spilled on it and it's like glowing as shit and 
it, like the guy, like I, I don't even know what happened. Like the main guy that was training Emilio Estevez is now in the car, and he's sitting there. It was like, what kind of fucked up dream am I having? It's like you smoke crack, and then he's like getting him out, and then the cops show up, the CIA show up. One of them was like reading about how like it's beautiful. I don't know, and then the weird uh, mechanic guy gets in the car at Miller, and he's like, come with me. Relationship, he's like, fuck that. I love that scene. That's great. That was awesome. Because you don't get shit like that in the movies. Normally, he's like, no, I'm gonna stay for my he, love. Well, he's never really redeemed as far as a character goes. Yeah. He still, he still stays the same asshole punk kid that he is. Uh, you know, relatable in a way and kind of likable, but still an asshole punk kid. And uh, so he says, fuck that. Gets, gets, goes into the car with uh, Miller. It levitates now, and then it takes off and flies around the city. And that's the end of the movie. That's it. And you're like, it's fucking weird. I like speed. It's, but it's it's a movie of moments. Like, there's these punk kids that you follow the entire time, and they're like, let's go do some crimes. It's like, yeah, let's steal some sushi and not pay for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like the hardcore thing you can do. And at one point, they they uh, they rob a bank, and a bunch of people die, and they, and the punk kid gets shot, and just weird little scenes, man. Like, Emilio Estevez goes up to him, and he's like, he's like, uh, you know what? I blame society for making me this way. He's like, society did this. He's like, shut up. He's like, you're just a white suburban punk like me. And he's like, true, but it still hurts. And he's, like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, don't worry, buddy. You're going to be fine. He's like, maybe not. I know a life of crime led me to this sorry fate. And yet, I, I blame society. Society made me what I am. That's bullshit. You're a white suburban punk, just like me. But it still hurts. <laughs> At one point, uh, Harry Dean stands like, let's go get a drink. And then the next scene, they're standing in like a grocery store and they're drinking something that literally says drink on the side of it. Yep. At another point, they're doing blow and jacking cars. It's just, it's all over the fucking place. It's punk rock to its very fucking core. It doesn't give a shit at all. And I love it for that. As a movie, though, it was so well done at times, and, and the actors and the characters were so interesting. There were several avenues they could have taken it down, and I felt like it could have been a really fucking rewatchable great movie. And it still is a rewatchable great movie, but I guess I'm just not fucking hardcore enough, man. Hey, look, look at that. Look at those assholes over there. Ordinary fucking people. I hate them. <sighs> Me too. Because I, I sometimes just wanted them to take a fucking, you know, take a direction and stick to it. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with simple plan and not go all the way deep with some fucking sublime. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, your band, your genres are all off there, Jake. I mean, no, sublime in a weird way, but not, simple plan is pop. You, you meant more like I was gonna stick with simple plan. Sex Pistols. I'm not gonna go Sex Pistols. Not go Black Flag. That's what you're going with. Uh, I go with the American flag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, uh, it's like talking to your weird uncle. Now listen, kids, let me tell you about the time in Easter when I had no pants on at the pool. Uh, but anyway, look. Motherfucker, boot deck, man. Give me another daiquiri. Cream sickles. Uh, no, uh, as far as the movie itself goes, it is a bit of a weird uh, 
Christmas present full of fuckery. But it's still got its moments. It's got it's got some good stuff in it. It's got some weird stuff in it that some people aren't going to be on board with. It. I can see why it was rated so high when it came out because it does, like I said, I'm, I've said this 18 times. It does capture that spirit of the punk scene in the 80s. And moving on from there, the, Emilio Estevez turns in a really good performance. You know, all the acting around him, all the cast do really well with their parts that are given, even though they're fucking weird. Uh, and overall, I just feel like sometimes the movie, I think the only thing that I would subtract or detract or at least break the immersion for me is when it goes that weird, weird level. Because it really gets you used to the idea that this is going to be like some kind of examination of a punk 18-year-old kid in the 80s going through life. You know, I, I, and I was down with that, like John Hughes on acid, and yeah. I would be okay with that. But then it goes fucking E.T. Extraterrestrial Unsolved Mysteries. Where are they at? I don't know. But that's when it kind of loses me sometimes in the flush. But overall, it was still it was still a good movie. Yeah, sometimes I wish it would have just sold out just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just sold out just a little bit and had like a, 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 a continuous... Metallica did it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Jonathan Murphy, dude, you're, you're a fucking cool-ass man. Like, dude, this guy, you're, you're super fucking... Um, active like in the comments and on Twitter and all that shit. I really appreciate you. I appreciate all you guys. This whole Patreon thing so fun because like I said, I love this movie. I'm going to rewatch it probably not that long from now and I never would have even taken the time to watch it had you not recommended it. This is such a fucking cool thing. So uh, I give Repo Man like an 8.0 man. Like I really liked it. That's what, I was going to give it a 7.5 but it's close. It's still close to an 8 and like overall like I said, if it had been just slightly maybe tightened in certain spots and maybe left out some other elements to it, it would have been a 10 for me. Yeah. I mean it really would have been. Uh, but still, it's still a decent flick to watch. It's I, I get the cult classic, uh, why, it's, why it's listed in that category and overall I think anybody should check it out if they love those kind of movies. Especially if you love Emilio who doesn't love that mighty duck fucker fire it up fire it up don't Hello. drive don't drive the limo over the ice unless you know what you're doing until mañana oh, <laughs> comment down below guys let us know your all's thoughts what's your favorite Emilio Estevez performance of all time mine oh uh fuck man I mean, you don't want to say Breakfast Club because it sounds I know, pretty it's not, standard, but... I would say, I, honestly, one of my favorite all-time performances that he ever did was uh, uh, Men at Work with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. I fucking love the shit out of that movie. Judgment Night's an underrated movie. do the nasty. Let's do the nasty. Judgment Night's an underrated movie. Fucking great. Proud of shit to have written it. Keeper Sutherland. Comment down below. Let us know one of your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn wham Damn. I'm going to go uh, go ahead and repo me, not ass. We watched a movie. Uh -huh. mm. We watched a movie.